0: Following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. From preps to pros and everything in between. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yao.
1: Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, JP Plant is with you on the controls. We come to you once again from our humble abodes. Uh, JP's getting a new fence. So that's good. <laughs> or at least a fixed fence. I'm not sure what it is. But it's a brand new fence. Brand, Brand new, new. Man. man.
0: Out with the old, well, in with the new. That's always what good. They,
2: what did they say? Good, to my good neighbor or something? That's like that. Right.
0: We're trying that out.
2: <laughs> well, uh, we
1: are at home for the show today because JP needed to be there, and we're happy to oblige. Because why not? I mean, we did it all week last week, essentially. So. Works for me if it works for you. Glad to have you guys with us here. It is Reaction Tuesday since we were not on yesterday, but we will be going forward all week long. It's going to be a lot of fun. So stick with us and you will get a ton of sports news and information all week long. Looking forward to it, but we're going to look back today and react to all of the things that happened over the weekend, which was quite a lot. So, looking forward to it. Mo, how are you? How was your weekend?
2: It was good. It was good. It was, um, it was nice. Saw another Titans victory. Um, Obviously a little stressful, but got it done. So, yeah, good stuff.
1: I absolutely good should not have been stressful.
2: It should not have been stressful, but Oof. it was. And, I mean, that's apparently that's just the way it's going to be with those guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I hope not. But, you know, we'll get into it. There's a lot to talk about, you know, and we have Teresa Walker to help us. She'll join us later in the show. We'll talk to Chip Walters as well. The voice of the Blue Raiders As the MTSU men and women continue their hoops seasons. We'll, of course, react to last night's college football playoff finals. We'll give that an entire segment here in just a few minutes, and we will react. No no
0: bell, JP. (laughs) Sorry, I was uh, typing. Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) we'll also react to the weekend's results in college hoops, as well as NFL results, and of course, a lot of folks out of a job today. So,
2: we'll some deservedly so.
1: Others, not so much. (laughs) We'll get into it. Uh, We'll get way into it, actually. So I'm looking forward to it. But we have several top stories to get to, and we will get to them momentarily. But before we do any of that, Mo, we do need to go through all of the things that happened over the weekend and all of the things that will happen today. The schedule, the results, it is the rundown. Here's
0: the rundown let's do it this is your tuesday rundown brought to you by jim davis at grow live give visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022 securities offered through IIP securities llc dba independent financial partners IIP member finra sipc investment advice offered through ip advisors llc dba independent financial partners registered investment advisor IIP and growlivegive are not affiliated
2: School girls basketball action from Saturday night. Page defeated visiting Columbia Central 74-43. It was Summit knocking off Independence 44-31 in 12-4A action. Providence Christian with a 61-39 win at Columbia Academy. And on Monday night, Independence defeated Overton 57-27.
1: In boys action on Saturday, Lawrence County at the Grand Classic takes a 68-64 win over Florence of Alabama. At the same classic, Haleyville of Alabama, down to Loretto, sixty one fifty eight. It was at Columbia Central, a 53-48 winner over Page. Independence down to Summit, 65-54. Columbia Academy, a big win over Providence Christian, 77-41. Last night, Independence continues its role as they get an 84-48 win over John Overton.
2: In NCAA football action on Monday night, um just in case you slept through it or whatever. It was Georgia defeating Alabama in the national championship game, 33-18. CAA women's basketball action over the weekend on Friday. MTSU defeated visiting rights, 87-63 on Saturday. Tennessee State defeated Southeast Missouri 83-64. Sunday, women's basketball action MTSU with another home win defeating North Texas 80-52. It was Tennessee defeating Ole Miss 70-58 in Oxford and Mississippi State with a 70-63 win over Vanderbilt.
1: In men's action over the weekend, it was North Texas 70, Middle Tennessee State 63. Tennessee State a 95-84 winner over SEMO. It was Belmont 81, UT Martin 55 in OVC play. In SEC play, South Carolina edges Vanderbilt 72-70. Missouri downed Alabama 92-86 at home. And LSU with a big win over Tennessee 79-67.
2: NHL action on Saturday, it was the Preds continuing their West Coast swing with a 4-2 win at Arizona. NBA action on Saturday, the Grizzlies defeated the Clippers 123-108. And on Sunday, the Grizzlies defeated the Lakers 127-119.
1: Tonight's high school hoops action, you've got Battleground Academy traveling to Columbia Academy Summit hosting Brentwood Mount Pleasant at home against Lewis County. Loretto and Summertown will play at Summertown. Overton is at Columbia Central, and Page travels down to Lawrenceburg.
2: Also tonight, Richland travels to Collinwood. Hampshire hosts Santa Fe in a big district matchup also in district play. It's Tullahoma at Spring Hill. Wayne County travels to Culioca and Zion Christian plays at Agatha's Classical.
1: And high school wrestling action tonight. Independence at Nolansville. That's a 5 p.m.-ish start. Cascade and Lawrence County are at Spring Hill, 545. Summit is at Montgomery Bell Academy. That's a 6 p.m. start. NBA action tonight. The Warriors are at Memphis. That's a 7 p.m. tip. It's uh, on NBA TV. And the National Predators are hosting the Colorado Avalanche 7 p.m. puck drop, presumably on Valley Sports South.
2: NCAA men's basketball action tonight. Tennessee hosts South Carolina. That's a 5.30 start on the SEC network at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Vanderbilt takes on visiting Kentucky in a sun action at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Plus, looks come travels to Jacksonville State and at 8 o'clock on ESPN. So number four, Auburn at number 24, Alabama.
1: And that's going to do it for your rundown. Number four Auburn at twenty fourth ranked Alabama and a three point dog are the Tigers. Uh,
2: I I don't know what to say. I mean, the last twenty four hours we've seen dogs and we've seen favorites and and <laughs> uh, who knows. So I'm 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 glad we're not picking basketball. That's all.
1: <laughs> no question there. <laughs> Speaking of high rankings. Mo, the Associated Press High School Basketball Rankings came out, and the southern middle Tennessee area very well represented.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, with, with the the four classifications now, I, I, I'm not sure if that made a difference or not, but um, those polls came out for the first time yesterday, and on the boys' side, JP, you got your finger ready? by the way Lawrence County Lawrence County's boys are ranked number 9 in the state in class AAA. <laughs> hey, they get 3 dings. Yeah, well, that it got 3 dings cuz that's all he's got, I guess. Um in class AA Summertown's boys are number 4 in single A the how Wildcats. About this? Of, how about this? The the Wildcats of Santa Fe, the 11 and 3 Wildcats of Santa Fe are ranked 6th in the state in class A. In Division 2A, Columbia Academy comes in at number three. Um, on the girls' side, in Double A, Loretto is number one and Summertown is number four for a few more hours because <laughs> those two play um, here about the time we wrap up this evening, um, as, as we mentioned in the rundown. So Summertown hosting Loretto, that'll be a top five matchup in class double a <laughs> in single a Hampshire comes in at number 10, the 12 and one lady Hawks. Congratulations to them. Also on the boys side, Columbia received votes in class Four a, um, pages girls are number one in the state in triple a and Wayne County's girls are tied for seventh in single a. So a lot of, as, as we've been trying to tell you a lot of good area basketball out there, get out and see somebody. Cause, um, you're missing out if you don't
1: absolutely you know we it's interesting I think Richland is receiving votes as well in Class A I'm not sure um I, I thought I saw them in there, but I think they get a lot of heat because of those games they lost over in Murfreesboro when they were without two of their best players
2: uh, two starters, yeah, yeah, I mean
1: so. I mean, there's there's a lot that goes into that, and I think that you know you'll see you'll see that the cream rise to the top as as the season continues and as district play now rolls on. Looking forward to it. Um, Major League Baseball. We told you last week that there was a meeting coming. The meeting has been set. Uh, it's set for Thursday, and Major League Baseball, the MLB, is reportedly uh, going to. Make a hard offer. So I, I don't know if that's – I feel like that's a positive, that that's a moving in the right direction.
2: Well, I think I think just the fact that they're talking is a move in the right direction. So, I mean, yeah. Um, Evan Drellich reporting that um, this meeting is – that there's going to be a proposal made to the Players Association on Thursday. Um, be a video conference. Um First one focused on core economics since team owners instituted a lockout on December 2nd. So it's been about what, five weeks, almost six weeks that Mm -hmm. that they've just maintained silence. And and hopefully, um, hopefully we can get something positive out of this and, and try not to, um, have any more of a delay to the start of the season than, than is possible. Um, According to Drellich's article, plenty of work to be done if the sides are to reach an agreement and avoid postponement of the originally scheduled February start to spring training. First slate of games are scheduled for February 26th. Players typically report to major league camps two to three weeks ahead of the first game. So, (sighs) Good luck.
1: Let's hope it works
2: out, man. Let's Uh, do, because I don't want to see... The Braves' defense of their 2021 World Series championship delayed any longer than it has to be. I mean, I, if we can
1: be the reigning world champs forever, that's fine. But let's win it to to be that.
2: No, nah, let's, let's not see. have to
1: let let's not have to just count on this one. Let's let's win it forever. Yeah,
2: that's fine. Uh, I would I would not have a problem with winning a <laughs> a few more. A, a few starts with one, I guess. So, right. so yeah, let's get to it.
1: Hey, real quick, did you happen to see Draymond Green go into the game to uh, uh, supposedly honor Clay Thompson? He, he tips, they, they, they throw the ball up, tip goes to the opposing team. Draymond fouls someone from the other team and then leaves the game with leg soreness. It was reported before the game that he would not play, but he would start to honor Clay. And betters go in and bet all of the unders for Draymond. Everybody who saw the tweet goes in and bets all the unders and they're they haven't paid them out yet,
2: so <laughs> That's, oh, this this can only happen with Draymond Green. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's wild, man. I would certainly expect to get paid if I was a better because if he'd have got hurt in the first five seconds they would have took my money if I took the overs there you go so it's going to be interesting to see who 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 gets paid and who doesn't
2: betters are pulling a stewie where's my
1: money man (laughs) exactly hey when we come back we're going to talk college football playoff reactions. so stick around on southern middle Tennessee sports today Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663
2: or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff.
1: Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
3: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity
0: This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Sports talk like it used to be. You know, like your crazy uncle used to listen to. Only better. Here's Chris and Mo.
1: Presented by Mid-Tennessee and Joint. Mo, Mm. the college football playoff concluded last night. And the Georgia Bulldogs follow suit of the Atlanta Braves. The 33-19 men over Alabama. But you know there's one thing we just don't we don't really talk about enough and we should. How the quote greatest fans in the world win every championship. <laughs> every one of them. They've never lost one. I, we're just not talking about this enough
2: go we'll figure
1: huh truly incredible Truly incredible. well no i after last night i, I think <laughs> i think we have a lot more questions than we have answers and i have a few of those questions today and we will get to those but first i want to get your initial thoughts and reaction to what you saw last night mo uh just a really entertaining ball game in the second half, much more so than the first half. But uh <laughs> yeah big... when,
2: when when some people were ready to go watch those stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was getting ready to do. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, my first reaction really is hats off to Stetson Bennett. I mean, he I don't know that he necessarily won the game, but after making some plays that put Georgia in danger of losing it, he he really rallied himself. And this is a kid who he's gone through a lot to be the starting quarterback at his dream school, the University of Georgia. I mean, this is the guy that – I'm not telling anybody anything they don't already know. But he walked on coming out of high school. He transferred to Jones County Junior College over in Mississippi, came back, earned a scholarship fought-off challenges. I mean, Georgia had two transfers, Jamie Newman from from Wake Forest and, and JT Daniels from, from USC, and some kind of way this walk-on held them both off, man. I mean, I think he won the Burleson Trophy this year as um, the top college player to begin his career as a walk-on, and if he didn't, then it's a gross oversight. But just... um For them to win with him and, you know, we talked about would Kirby Smart have the the wherewithal to make a move at quarterback if Stetson Bennett got off to a bad start and he didn't and it worked out for him. So
1: that leads me to one of my questions Hmm? is Stetson Bennett, at least arguably the greatest college football story of all time.
2: Anytime you start talking about of all time, you're, you're bound to miss somebody, but I mean, he is certainly, like you said, he's in the mix. I mean, this is, that's the type of thing that you make movies of, man. Yeah. yeah. There, there will be at least some sort of, a movie or a documentary or something, man. Yeah, I mean it's um, pretty. It really is.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Stetson Bennett made some mistakes. There's no question there, but also he he was put into a very similar situation to even Bryce Young. I mean, you know, Georgia could not block anybody in the first half. They certainly couldn't block Dallas Turner and Will Anderson.
2: So, you know. It, Not it, that that's anything new. No. I, for, for Alabama opponents. Sure.
1: But, you know, it it just it, it just goes to show how elite both of these defenses are. I mean, you, if you just take the semifinals for reference at how great both of those offenses played. Mm-hmm and then watch the first half and go, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) JP's looking for a clip of something, and he ended up (laughs) with it. It's okay. It happens. Uh, You you just look at those defenses and go, man, they stopped really good offenses. Mm -hmm. And you got to tip your hat. I mean, you just you just simply have to tip your hat. Alabama had plenty of missed opportunities. Obviously, without Jamison Williams and without John Mechie, they were going to struggle. I mean, it was like Bryce Young was basically Ryan Tannehill.
2: Yeah, but that said, you know, there were a couple of big plays. I mean, he put one ball on the one kid down the right sideline that was totally and completely catchable. And if he catches it, he probably goes in for six. And – Didn't. I mean, so. But That's what
1: happens when you don't have chemistry with your receivers, right? You're building Uh, chemistry uh, in the middle of the
2: game. Uh, Chemistry, catching the ball. I mean, I'm I'm just not sure how much chemistry is involved in when the ball hits you on the hand, latch on to it.
1: I'm not sure the kid thought that he could throw it there. Legitimately. I think he thought he was covered and was not expecting the football and Bryce Young is good enough to make that throw and I, clearly because I he did <laughs> i think that's i'm not necessarily saying that it was a problem on Bryce's part i think the kid thought he was covered and wasn't expecting the football he looked up and it was on him and he couldn't do anything about it at that point because he, he was covered it's it, that's unfortunate for alabama but you know when you do get the big plays like first and goal at the six you have to punch it in you can't settle for 21 yard field goals
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um,
1: or 37 yard field goals when you get sacked on third and third and goal at the 20,
2: uh, you're, you're kind of looking for Steve Spurrier in those situations, field goals. We don't kick too many of those. <laughs> you know, I was, um, I was waiting for Alabama to kick a fifth one, you know, and, and get up. I think it was after Georgia went ahead, 13, 12, I was looking for Alabama to kick another one to make it a, 15 13 game and win it like that without scoring a touchdown. But then they got the one, um, throws it to the tight end right there at the goal line. But yeah, yeah, tough night for Alabama. But you know, I don't think the rest of college football is trying to hear about Jamison Williams and John Mechie not being available for Alabama for four quarters. I mean, looking back at the game that Alabama defeated Texas after knocking Colt McCoy out very early on. So, you know, you have to play with – you, you got to play with who's there. Next man up, right?
1: You say that, and that's <laughs> completely <laughs> acceptable. But the fact is – one fact n- is I – mean, One and two, two wide receivers, one and two corners, both their, both their number one and number two corners were out – and they were missing an outside linebacker. You you start to go, how are they even in this game? How are they even able to be you know a drive away from winning this thing? It it's truly remarkable, and I think that's why what what you saw after the game from Nick Saban. You know he he walks up to Kirby, and there was pride on his face. There was a smile on his face. Nick Saban is smart enough to know when he has a championship caliber football team. I don't think he believed. That this mm. team should have won a championship, he was legitimately happy to be there.
2: I don't think you're ever going to get Nick Saban to admit that for one thing, but I, I think uh, it was
1: all over his face, though. I that's just what
2: I saw. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm not sure exactly what was on his face, but I think one of the things was there was pride for Kirby Smart.
1: Yeah, I tweeted that, and I thought I think he was so happy for that guy, and that's just and, and a unique dynamic.
2: It it is a it is a unique dynamic. It's not one you're going to find very often, particularly in a national championship matchup like that. And you know, like we, like I said last week, I don't know what the feeling, what the emotion is for Kirby Smart. In that situation, but I think there's got to be some relief there, along with whatever else. Because again, if Georgia doesn't win it this year, when do they win?
1: And and you know, you and I had that conversation. I put it on social media somewhere that if they don't win it this year, they might as well just accept who they are and be done with it. Because either quit football or accept who you are. But they did. They got the monkey off of their back. Senior-laden team. Now, granted, this this Alabama team is young. This Alabama team wasn't expected to be in this position this year. They are expected to be in it next year. <laughs> because you look at this team and you go, crap, everybody's back except j
2: well, and, and what's funny about that, Chris, is you talk about Georgia being a senior-laden team. Apparently, Bennett has one more year.
1: <laughs> I saw you, saw, saw you tweet that. Where is he going to play?
2: And, and he said, what was it exactly that he said, we'll, we'll see where or something to that effect. I mean, like I said, they've tried to recruit over him his entire career at Georgia. Maybe he said, you know what? I got my ring, I got my natty, I'm going to go somewhere where I know I can start. (laughs) And and Wouldn't, Wouldn't that be something? Listen. If Stetson Bennett wins a national championship and then dips on Georgia.
1: Okay, but it goes back to something that a lot of people said when Peyton Manning was leaving Indianapolis and a lot of folks wanted him in Nashville. Why chance ruining your legacy?
2: Well, I mean if you're a national championship quarterback and you can't start the year after, if, uh, what's that do for your legacy?
1: I don't think it, I don't think that matters. If he leaves, I think his legacy is cemented. If he stays and he's unsuccessful, maybe doesn't get him back to the playoffs or whatever, the legacy takes a hit. But if you leave and go to somewhere like, I don't know. Jacksonville State? Jacksonville State. Whatever. MTSU or something like that. Or even another, you know, even like an ACC or a, an AAC team, UCF, yeah. something like that. Then your legacy cemented. And you moved on because you felt it was in the, your best interest and the best interest of the University of Georgia – To let's go ahead and get that next guy in here to build for the future or whatever. Spin it however you want, but that's the way to go if you're Stetson Bennett because I don't think he can beat out JT Daniels or anybody else that's coming
2: in. Maybe he he can. This year, he did. (laughs) I mean, now Daniels was injured, and by the time he got to the point, Excuse me, where he could play, I guess the Georgia coaching staff felt better with Bennett than with a, at that point, untested Daniels in that offense. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, that's Stetson a dynamic. Bennett, Speaking of dynamics, that's <laughs> going to be a dynamic worth watching, man.
1: Stetson Bennett uh, gives them the best chance to win. That's what they said. They weren't wrong.
2: And what's funny, I don't. I think I mentioned this back at the time, but um, I was umpiring one Saturday down in Brentwood. might have been the first weekend of the season. And um, between games, I was listening to another umpire complaining on the phone about, yeah, Kirby's just being stubborn. He's going to play Bennett instead of going with JT. I don't know what's up, you know, blah, 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 you know. And... And next thing you know,
1: look at Stetson's me now. Stetson's winning a natty. Yeah, look at like me, me now. Me now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, Shoot. I just can't wait to go into a bar in Georgia and order a Stetson Bennett.
2: <laughs> I posted on um, Twitter last night. dude will never need a resume.
1: And then, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, he's already got a country club name. Stetson Bennett the Fourth is as country club as it gets. And then on top of that, you're the national championship winning quarterback in Georgia. Are you kidding me?
2: You think he can get on Augusta?
1: <laughs> Probably. All right. Real quick before we leave, right now, where does Kirby Smart rank in current college football coaches?
2: Number two, I guess.
1: I think so. That was always.
2: That's a good song. Good job. Good job. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I don't know who would be else. Who else would be number two? I really don't.
2: So. And and I mean, and this does nothing in terms of where saving ranks.
1: No, 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 I mean, no. Saban's number one. We'll, he, he's so far away from number two, it's not close. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, speaking of coaches, tons of them looking for jobs today. We'll talk about all of those NFL teams who are looking for coaches on the other side. Stick around, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today.
0: How do you like me now? now that I'm on my
1: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or
2: www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff.
1: Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
3: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity
1: Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
0: From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Gow.
1: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Uh, coming to you from my humble abode here. Got the billiards table in the background. The fireplace is not going. It was, but it's not now. Uh, it's, it's quite warm in here with the sun. Did you see the <laughs> the windows all around? It's not not near as hot as it was in Chattanooga, though, Mo.
2: Well, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, because I'd
1: be complaining the entire time.
2: You know, for a second, I thought that was a um, a virtual background. It, there. It, I do look
1: like I am in front of a green screen, but I, I promise you I'm not. I can actually <laughs> pull out a pool ball. So that's we'll see if that goes that's in. Yeah, oh, look at that went in. Oh, nailed it. <laughs>
2: You couldn't do that again if you had to. Nope.
1: <laughs> Zero chance it's happening again. Oh, man. Well, you know, real quick, I want to mention because we were just talking about the college football playoff that it, it apparently they're not going to expand for now or they're, the meetings are continuing. It's just we'll see what happens. Uh, but anyway, there's that. Um, We'll we'll probably talk more about that later this week. Maybe get somebody on who knows a little more about it than we do, Mo. Because I would like to talk about, uh, I really don't want to talk about any uh, NCAA basketball because, boy, Tennessee struggled. Struggled uh
2: at LSU and I didn't get to see that game cuz I was at a high school game but I watched Vanderbilt struggle against South Carolina and then I saw where MTSU lost and it's like can anybody around here play this game you know it's it's if we don't have to talk about college basketball locally let's not
1: yeah i mean tennessee needs hmm I'll put it this way. Barnes after the game John Wilkerson needed to step up or step aside and I asked the question who keeps putting him in, Rick? Who keeps putting him well, in?
2: Well, and I saw you say that, but but Fulkerson <laughs> did not play down the stretch for an overtime, I think, against Ole Miss the other night. So um Maybe maybe he was trying to give him another shot. I don't know.
1: No, sure. I I mean what they don't beat Arizona without him. But John Fulkerson is the streakiest, weirdest player in Tennessee basketball's recent
2: history. Well, I mean, they don't beat Arizona. Number six, undefeated Plus, Arizona. Yeah.
1: You don't beat him without him. So. I don't know. It's <laughs> – I don't know what to think about. I, and, I, guess you just and I mean, he's,
2: he's mature enough that – those type ups and downs, you should be past that. You should. And yet, here we are. And, I mean, to that to that point, I don't know how much you can blame Rick for that.
1: No, you can't. I'm just saying he's got to make that decision, but I know he's trying to put it in the hands of Fulkerson to either play better to or be understand better. you're not going to go back in. Um, and,
2: and I'm not mad at him if he doesn't. And I mean, when, when Fulkerson is, I mean, it's good, bad, but I mean, when, when Fulkerson is playing his game, he's a guy that Tennessee has to have on the floor.
1: But you don't know when you're going to get that. Right. You have and, to make that decision in the first five minutes of the game.
2: And, and as a coach, it has got to be frustrated.
1: Incredibly. You know, it's interesting because when I was in high school, I, I never started. Uh, I started like twice. And when I asked my coach about why, he said, because when I start you, you're too anxious. If I give you a couple of minutes on the bench to let you calm down after warm-ups, you play much better. And so there are people who just, there are certain ways you have to handle them. And we've talked about it all the, on this show. You know, you coach people the way that they're supposed to be coached. And perhaps that's, you know, I, perhaps there's something that needs to be done specifically for Don to make him play the way that he played against Arizona and the way he played last year and, you know, in the SEC tournament and that sort of thing. So I, I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting comment. And I would like to see Fulkerson be a guy who helps this team win because he deserves it as a, you know, he's in, it's his hometown. I mean, he's his hometown guy. So you like to see those guys succeed.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. Uh, let's get into NFL's block Monday. So six teams looking for coaches and the bears, Matt Nagy and their GM,
2: have been, has have been fired yep.
1: Broncos Have parted ways with Vic Fangio Which is the number two On this list of most surprising I think uh, Dolphins and the number one most surprising <laughs> Firing is Brian Flores Jaguars looking For a coach after getting rid of Urban Meyer Earlier this year the Raiders They have a decision to make John Gruden is out uh, Rick Passaccia is in And or Rich, I'm sorry, and kind of hard to argue with what he's done as the head coach thus far. And then Mike Zimmer out in Minnesota, as well as their GM is out, I believe, as well. Yes. So
2: I I tell you, who would argue with Rich Bisaccia staying with the Raiders, the Chargers?
1: Yes, they would be very well. Derek Carr said their entire mindset changed. After the Chargers called timeout, if the Chargers don't call timeout, I think we're looking at a tie.
2: I don't know. That was that was an amazing. That that was an amazing event Sunday night, and whoever had the whoever made the decision to flex that game into Sunday night as the final game of the season, kudos to him. And that was. Some riveting stuff as it turned out.
1: I had a friend who before the day bet one hundred and five dollars on Jacksonville money line and a tie between the Chargers and Raiders. $105 would have paid forty seven thousand eight hundred plus.
2: Mm. That's brutal. That's almost enough to make you stop.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's brutal. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Mo, one name that we know has been thrown out already for some openings, Jim Harbaugh. If he were to yeah. make the jump, both of the options that, that we have heard him link to are open. Does he go?
2: You know, I think it's interesting. You know, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, has said he's not going to be the guy to hire Jim Harbaugh, which means he's probably going to be the, the guy to hire Jim Harbaugh. But, I mean, I think just the fact that you're hearing his name kind of indic- indicates that there's some frustration on his part with the situation in Michigan. And I don't know that he's ever going to be more secure at Michigan than he is right now. So, you know, maybe you go out on top. I don't know. I
1: I, I certainly think it is you know worth paying attention to. I Absolutely. think it's it's going to be a very interesting next few weeks, especially for Harbaugh, who is probably out recruiting players, you know, you know, or We're if, trying to. Right. So I, I think there's that's something that we all need to to kind of pay attention to.
2: Here's what's interesting. You know, you say the two positions he's been uh, connected to, are you talking about Chicago and Miami?
1: Uh, no, Chicago and Vegas. Vegas was the okay. other two that I'd heard, the okay. other one that I'd heard.
2: I think when you look at the success that he had in San Francisco with Colin Kaepernick, I wonder if the Bears – with Justin Fields is not a bad fit for him.
1: It certainly could be. I mean, yeah, Harbaugh has – he's had success at the NFL level, and there's a lot less work involved as far as – I mean, you can coach football.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and and you can leave the procurement of players to other folks as long as you don't mind – coaching who they get. I mean, if you've got some input in who's coming in and I'm sure he would, you know, there's certainly some things at the professional level that you don't have to deal with that you do have to deal with as a collegiate coach. And so, and again, maybe he's just done with the whole thing there in Ann Arbor. It'll, it'll be interesting to see whether he, is in the mix for one of these jobs. Um, And, you know, I don't know how the Raiders can make a move at this point, to be honest. I mean, you what he's done, and that, that Raider situation at the time that Gruden left with everything else that was going on, that was a cluster. And he's got them in the postseason?
1: Yeah. Which is why he is one of the very few people who I think could challenge Mike Vrabel for coach of the year. But
2: you know what? I think um, the guy in Cincinnati. Zach. Um, Zach Taylor.
1: <laughs> yes. I
2: couldn't think of his last name for the longest either. i I wanted to say Thomas, but I knew that wasn't right.
1: But um, <laughs> that was that's the ex-Miami
2: linebacker. But, right. Um, yeah, I, I feel like what he's done in Cincinnati warrants consideration.
1: I think Joe Burrow had a lot to do with that. There's no question. I think Joe Burrow is your clear-cut comeback player of the year. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but other than that, you know, please don't talk to me about Matt LaFleur.
1: Nope. <laughs> Don't even mention it.
2: And at this point, I'd like to think that Frank Reich is no longer in the conversation.
1: (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to talk about that.
2: Who who am I and what do I know, though, right? I mean,
3: but yeah, I mean,
2: (laughs) nobody else ever in NFL history had the roster turnover from week one to week 18. That Vrabel has had and guided that team to the postseason, let alone to the number one seed in the conference.
1: Right. All right, Mo. Well, I'm going to throw out six names for you, and I'm going to I'm going to match them up with us with a city: Jacksonville, Byron Leftwich; Raiders, Raheem Morris; Chicago, Brian Flores; Vikings, Eric Bieniemy. Denver Broncos apparently looking at Gerard Mayo and Miami's Jim Caldwell. Notice a trend there.
2: I noticed a trend there and somebody needs to shake you awake. Cause
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is actually from Dallas Jackson, who I had the, mm-hmm. the, the several discussions mm-hmm. with over the weekend, but you know, he's a guy that I, that, that I really you know admire in this business or mm-hmm. formally in this business. Right. And I think if there are six coaches, there are six names right out there that could legitimately be head coaches in the National Football oh, wow. League. And two of those are definitely getting jobs. Brian Flores, Brian Flores is getting their job. Because Miami's just idiotic. Mm-hmm. It's just not where he ends up going. Who's the other the, one? Uh, the other one, I think, is Byron Leftwich. I think Leftwich is going to get a job. I don't know where it's going to be. I think he's going to get one.
2: I hope it's not Jacksonville.
1: I hope it's not Jacksonville too, but it probably will be.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's talk more NFL later in the show with Teresa Walker. But on the top of the hour, we're going to talk to Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, because the men women Raiders are in full swing. So stick around. Southern Tennessee sports today returns to the Lee Company studio after this.